Yo, this is Coach Fred fired up on this Monday with the authentic positive mindset and I'm ready to challenge you with something good. So if you're ready for this challenge, then challenge on. Yo, what is up? It is Coach Fred coming to you on this Monday, this beautiful Monday. You woke up, you winning, man. You breathing, you are winning. You know, if I come to you with this energy every single Monday on my third episode of the day, we're talking about the authentic positive mindset. That's right, the authentic positive mindset. Now, some of you that have been following me for a while have heard of this show called The Authentic Positive Mindset Warrior. I shortened it up. Yes, you can rebrand yourself. Yes, you can rebrand episodes. So this Monday episode has been shortened. The Authentic Positive Mindset and what the Authentic Positive Mindset is really all about is about attacking the negative and the bullshit and all the things that go on with the positive mindset. And the reason why I say authentic is because authentic is meaning the good, bad, and ugly, man. We're going to attack the good, bad, and ugly of life every single day. And on Mondays, I bring you the challenge. So this week, I'm going to bring you a good challenge. I'm going to tell you about that in a minute. But first, first, I want you to subscribe to this podcast because every single day I bring you content every single day with this kind of energy all the time. If you guys follow me on social media at the real Fred Lee, you already know what kind of energy I'm bringing. So we're going to bring it to you today. I'm going to do it the best I can because I got the sinuses, man, out here in, in northern Idaho. We got fires all around us, so please pray for us. Now, now, they're not in our backyard, but listen, they're close, and you don't mess around with fires. It's been very, very dry. We're under a big fire warning because uh, we, we're going to have some storms come through later, but storms aren't like you know where I'm from, from the Midwest. You can get some lightning storms out here with no rain, and that's not good. When it's dry. So let's <laughs> just say some prayers. Today's challenge is a good one, man. We're talking about the uh, change your beliefs challenge. This is this is excellent. I want you to understand that this episode is is is, is what you need. Is what you need. Right now, if you're stuck, if you're not feeling like you're making any moves in your life whatsoever, perhaps you want to make a change. I don't know what it is, but this episode is for you because now it's time to really change your beliefs. Now I'm challenging your belief system. I'm cha- This doesn't mean that I'm going to, um, I'm going to be like, you know, do you believe in God? Or, you know, do you believe that the world is round? I'm not challenging that. I am challenging like just your foundation of beliefs. Because when we're talking about making change. Change comes from the fact of doing something different. That's it. I used to have a difficult time with this. And the reason why is because I had my, my mindset was grounded in beliefs that were detrimental to my success and happiness. And when you really think about why you're not achieving the success and happiness that you want, it's really because you have a certain belief system that just needs to be tweaked and reprogrammed. That's all. It doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. You can change. Now, humans can change. It's just a matter of do they want to, you know, to get a new result. You know, you got to do a new thing. That's not hard to do, you know. And I tell people, I posted this on my Instagram and my Facebook a while ago, a video that said, um, stop overthinking. And and part in part of that video, I said, if you wanted to do some dumb shit, you would have no problem doing that. And the point of that was people have, you know, energy to change, to do bad shit. 
you know, go binge drinking or spend money they don't have because they are just in, overindulged in how they feel at the present moment. So they have no problem changing for that. Um, but when we're talking about making change for long-term things that you're not going to get an immediate result for, people have a challenging time with that because they are so programmed to have instant gratification. They don't know how to delay gratification. So just knowing that right there alone, knowing that whatever you plant, whatever you sow right now is going to take time. When you know that you're not just waiting for something to, you know, give you results right this minute. And in today's society, that's what we have. We have people that are wanting microwave results and they're not putting their shit in the oven and letting it marinate and, you know, do the right thing. I want you to understand that this all comes from your belief system and I'm going to help you break this down. I want you to understand that I use this for myself. I use this for myself. When I need to change something, when I need to do something new or get a new result, I simply say, look, all I got to do is tweak something small. And the actions that I do, it's really just small. It's small things. It's not anything big. I never do anything super huge. It's always, what is the tiniest thing that I can fix? Because those are the things that are easy to do every single day. Most people are looking for some grand scheme of things. I want to scale my business. You can't scale your business if you can't do something small within the business. You can't, man. You can't make $20,000 a month if you're not willing to tweak not only your belief system and then change, but also find out what's the one small thing that you're doing that you just need to change. So I'll give you an example. When I used to drive to work, one of the things that I did to challenge my beliefs of how much time it took me to get to work, right, is I would take a different route to work. That's all. Now, a different route is challenging because it's, it's, it's new people. <laughs> you know, when you drive a certain route, you see the same cars, same people. Um, it's different, you know, areas that I'm not used to, different traffic pattern. It's, un, it's unusual. And ultimately, it is, it's fearful because I don't know what I'm going to get as a result. You know, I can Google map it, but I don't know for exact what I'm going to get out of this. And so for me, it was always about challenging myself when it came to just do something new. Just do something new. Just do it. You're not going to die. Just, you know, I might get to work a minute or two late, but like what most people are gripped on is the feeling. So if I get to work late, the feeling is, oh my God, I'm late. Fuck, I'm never taking that again. No, man, it's not about, oh my God, I'm late. It's about, all right. That didn't work. Let's keep trying that, but perhaps let's leave a little bit earlier. Or perhaps let's let's try something different within the new traffic pattern. Or, you know, maybe I shouldn't stop at the gas station, you know, on the way there. Like, you just continue doing the new thing. You just tweak it. And that's where most people just think they fuck up. Because they think if I start this new thing, it's got to be perfect. You know, I got to, you know, again, I'm using my um, going to work on a new traffic pattern example. Um, they think I'm supposed to get there on time or supposed to get there five minutes early every single time. It's supposed to be perfect. And it's like, no, it's not. It's not. It's like a kid trying to tie their shoes. If they don't know how to tie their shoes, they're not going to get it on the first two tries. Like, come on, man. You got to go through this a couple hundred times, you know? And so that is the part that most people don't want to deal with because the feeling of failing over and over is not a good feeling. And they have, they're programmed wrong. They're programmed to think that failure is bad. Why? Well, it goes all the way back to really school. You know, school doesn't allow you to fail. Like school says, if you fail, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. And 
that's a completely different rabbit hole. I'm not going to go down it, but to make it brief, school and life are not the same. School gives you the lesson up front and then you test. So you get the lesson, you get to study the lesson, you get to, you know, remember the lesson, identify everything that has happened. And then when it comes time to take the test, all you're doing is memorizing what you've learned. So that's, that's it, you know, so you're supposed the test is really, are you good at memorization? In life, that's not how life works. Life gives you the test up front. There are no, you know, pre-test or, you know, let's have a pop quiz. Life is like, oh, you want to try a new career? Boom. I'm going to test your ass. <laughs> we're going to have this bill come out of your account. And then we're going to have this guy get in your way with a car accident. And then on your way to work, um, you know, you might get pulled over with a ticket. Something stupid. Like you get tested mentally. And, you know, life tests you like that because it wants to make sure, first of all, you, are you mentally ready to do this new thing? Because if you're not mentally ready, it doesn't matter what you know. You're not going to be able to do this. And so that's why people quit. Is because up front, when, the, when they get mentally tested, they fail. And they don't understand, okay, it's not about the car accident or the ticket or the, you know, uh, you know, what's happening. It's about how do I mentally prepare myself before I start anything, right? Whereas school, it's about how do you get yourself better memorizing things. You get what I'm saying? So life gives you the test up front and then you learn the lesson afterwards. There is no study time. The only study time you have is the time you create. And then you have to mentally prepare. So that's the reason why I don't like school per se in terms of, you know, life. It doesn't teach you any life skills. It teaches you how to memorize stuff and be good at, at you know, um, uh, taking tests in terms of memorization. But it doesn't teach you life skills, how to adapt, quickly change, learn lessons, move forward. It doesn't teach you that. So... I know I'm going to get a lot of flack from teachers. That's fine. Uh, I used to be, uh, I used to be in the school district myself for almost two decades. My wife is a teacher. Nobody can tell me anything when it comes to that because school and life are not the same. We all know school is basically a factory to create workers, not leaders. And life, you have to learn how to be a leader and not just a worker. So everything is flip-flopped on its head, but we're not going to go down that rabbit hole. We're going to talk about how to challenge your beliefs. And if you listen to what I just said and you're like, oh my God, you're all twisted inside already, that's good. That's good because I'm challenging you. I want you to be challenged because you can't want to be an entrepreneur and you can't want to, you know, or have kids or want to get married or want to start something new without being challenged. And most people quit in this aspect because, number one, they don't want to be challenged. Number two, they get defensive because they are defending their beliefs. And number three, they don't make progress because they are stuck on their own belief system and trying to defend that. Listen, I used to be that guy. I used to be that guy. I used to be so prideful in what I knew and my own belief system that I was unwilling to learn anything until finally I just said, fuck this. Fuck this, man. That was 2015 when I resigned from a job in Schaumburg School District 54 in Illinois. I was done. And see, mentally, I was like, I can't fucking do the same shit and keep getting the same result. I can't do this anymore. And everybody has that in their life. Everybody has that moment. And most people just continue down the same path because they're like, they have this mindset. I know this path. I know that I'm going to be fucked up down this path, right? You ever see someone in the same relationship and they're unwilling to find somebody new, even though they're in a fucked up situation, they stay because they know that fucked up situation and they're scared to get into something different. And so let me dive down into why that is. And I'm and now Wednesday's episode, Wednesday episode this week, the dark side of your authenticity, I'm going to give you, you know, I give you the ugly about myself, the bad and the ugly, 
about this same challenge. So it's really the antithesis of this show. It's the opposite, man. On Wednesday, I'm going to give you all the bad and ugly. Mondays, I challenge you. Wednesday, I give you the bad and ugly of my life and where I was stuck. I'm going to tell you all kinds of issues that I had, even some that I deal with today, of just being prideful and stuck and not willing to change. You're going to get some great insight on Wednesday. But today, let's get into this, man. I want you to understand the difference between fear-based learning and confidence-based learning. First of all, before I get into that, we're going to talk about how... We're going to identify the beliefs and the three parts to the behavior change in beliefs. So your beliefs basically are broken down into these three things, identity, process, and outcome. Again, your beliefs are broken down into these three things, identity, process, and outcome. Your belief is attached to your identity. You have an identity. When you have a belief, that, like for example, I believe in God. So part of my identity is about believing in God. I'm a family man. Part of my identity is, is, is attached to that. Now beliefs can change. Yes, contrary to beliefs, <laughs> contrary to beliefs, beliefs can change. It's just, um, they're yours, you know, but we have been programmed with these. It's not like you wake up with these. We have been programmed with these. So understand this, your identity is basically what you've been programmed or told to think. And in order to change that, in order to change that, you have to become aware of who you are. What, what do I mean by that? First off, you have to understand who you are, not who what other people think you are. And that is the challenge in itself, is that you have to understand who you are. So when I was a teenager, <laughs> I was just an angry kid because my dad wasn't around. My dad, you know, my mom divorced my dad. I wanted to be like my dad, but my dad was an asshole and he wasn't around. So, you know, I was angry. I needed a man. And my grandfather, he was around, but he wasn't shit. He, him and I did not connect. And so I used to, <laughs> there was this character on Martin. There's a, Martin Lawrence had a show called Martin. And there was this character called Angry Man. And so my friends used to call me Angry Man. So that was my identity at the time. I was just called Angry Man. So... I had to become aware of who I was, though, you know, and dig deeper. Why was I angry? I didn't know that I was angry because of my dad. I just was angry. So you have to become aware of who you are. And in order to reprogram that, you have to determine how to think. So listen to what I said. The program comes from what people tell you, watching the news. You know, I'm an African-American dude. I could easily pick up any bullshit that they put out there about African-Americans through the media, movies, etc., and tag that as my identity, right? They're telling me what to think about myself. But I've changed all that, become aware, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, you know, listen, this is how I think. In order for me to change how the world perceives me as an African-American, I'm going to be the change. So that's how I think. I'm going to be the change, all right? Number two, the process, man. There's a process for everything. Like, I just want you to understand that right now. Rich people don't get rich just based on, you know, working poor people to death. That's not, you know, the foundation of how people get rich. They have a process. There's a process to everything. And if you don't understand the process, see the process, know the process, you're going to think people get lucky. There's a process for everything. Okay, so I want you to understand your current process. You got to ask yourself, is it working for whatever the fuck you want? Is it working? If you want a man in your life, you want kids, you want a new job, you want more money. Is it working? If you said no, you simply got to tweak it. (laughs) You got to tweak it. You got to do something, anything different, anything. This is the part that people fuck up because they are so defensive about what they're doing and then they justify what they're doing by implementing excuses 
as opposed to just saying, you know what, this is happening to me because of me. I just need to change something. And that involves, you know, accountability because you have to turn everything inward and say, all right, this is on me. And most people don't want to and or can't do that because they're too busy defending old beliefs and they're too busy making excuses. Kind of like COVID-19. There's a lot of people that blame COVID-19, but they had financial troubles long before COVID-19 came about and COVID-19 just basically exposed that. So I want you to just literally tweak it by just doing anything different. Anything. Like I said, I took a different route to work. It's something new. It's something new. You're not going to (laughs) die. It's something new. Okay, and number three, outcomes. This is the part that most people have an extreme challenging time with. Outcomes. This is where results matter. It's about results. So the you have to be objective about your current results. So in other words, you can blame COVID about your job all you want. Be objective and really think to yourself, <clears throat> excuse me, how long have I been in this financial disaster? Let's be honest, man. How long have we struggled? Not based on who's not paying me or me not getting the right job or minimum wage or the government or Donald Trump. Like what, what's really going on? What are my spending habits? What am I doing with my money? How am I helping my family? You know, like really get objective with what you're doing because that's how you're going to be clear on how to take consistent new actions. That's it. Now I'm going to say it again. That's how you get clear on taking consistent new actions. Again, small actions. We're not looking to do something crazy big. So maybe with your finances, you literally say, all right, I'm going to stop going to the bar every time we get paid. <laughs> you take that consistently, uh, con- that action and be consistent with it, then you will find yourself saving more money over time. Get it? So let me show you how this works. Because I want you to really understand what this looks like so that you really understand and have a clearer picture. So I gave you the three layers of behavior change. Identity, process, outcomes. And I broke those down just a few minutes ago. All right. If you want to know how to change, re-listen to that. Because I broke it down on what's really going on with your identity. There's a process for everything. And the outcome is about the results. Now, here we go. Fear-based learning versus confidence-based learning. Fear-based learning looks like this. Number one, change. Change equals risk to people. Okay, number one, change equals risk. Number two, risk equals scary. Number three, scary equals fear. Number four, fear equals insecurity. Number five, you've been programmed to run away from fear. That's what it is, guys. Change is scary to people. So change looks like a risk. That's what most people look at it as. And then the risk is scary. And the scare the scary part is the fear. It leads to fear. So this is why people think they're going to die when they try something new. And the fear leads to insecurity because really you just don't know what to do. And so what really that should tell you is that you are lacking information and you aren't taking enough action. If you're scared of something, you are lacking the info on it. And not taking action is allowing your fear to grow. So, for example, I remember being in college and people would be like, I'm going to take a semester off to think about what I want. Why? For, for what? Are you going to take a semester off? All that's going to do is build up the fear that you can't finish school. You know what happens when you take a semester off. It's not like you come back motivated. You take a semester off and you like being away from school because there's a less structured environment for you to have to fucking do shit. You understand what I'm saying? So 
The reason why most people don't change is because it's, it involves risk. And to people, most people, risk looks like death. <laughs> it, it looks like they're going to lose everything. You know, they think about the worst case scenario. What I tell people with the worst case scenario and the best case scenario, I always tell people, think of the best case scenario, the best case outcome, right? So we're going to make this simple. The lottery is at $500 million. The best case scenario is that when you play the lottery, you're going to win all $500 million. The worst case scenario, you ain't getting shit. So what usually happens? Uh, kind of something in between. Kind of something in between. You might win 5 or $10 here and there, right? You might win $100 if you get good, right? You might go home with nothing. There's a chance you might win something. But most likely, you're most likely going to win nothing to maybe 5 or $10, so if you understand that when you play the lottery, you're not trying to play the lottery looking to get the best case scenario, and you're not trying to play the lottery constantly focused on the worst case scenario. You're looking at it as, man, if I get something, great. If I don't, cool, shit. It's not gonna, it's not gonna kill me. That's fear-based learning. This is the reason why I say stay off the fucking news. Because the news promotes fear. <laughs> it promotes scarcity. It promotes limitation. So if it can promote all of that, look at what I just said within fear-based learning. Change equals risk. Risk equals scary. Scary equals fear. Fear equals insecurity. And it's all what people run from. They run from fear. So here's confidence-based learning. Confidence-based learning. Within the same structure of what I just told you. Change equals something new. Number one, change equals something new. Number two, New equals challenging. Listen to the words that I've used. New equals challenging. You're supposed to be challenged. Number three, challenging equals you're supposed to conquer. Challenging equals conquer. Number four, conquer equals confidence. Number five, you will now be programmed to attain your own confidence. There's a lot I said, so I'm going to repeat it. Because I want you to understand confidence-based learning and why this is important and why it's not taught in school. This shit is ridiculous. Confidence-based learning allows you to change, to get something new. New is just trial and error. We're not trying to get right or wrong. I don't give a fuck about who's right or wrong. Change equals something new and we're going to try it and see if it works. And if it doesn't, we're challenged. So change equals something new. New equals challenging. This is a challenge, man. This is not like, I'm not racing against anybody else. This is me against me. Give a fuck about anybody else. I'm going to figure this out. Because challenging equals conquer. I'm supposed to conquer this. <laughs> and if I don't, we just try again. This is not like, I suck. I can't do it. I'm inept. You know, I, like, I, there's, there's no way I can try, you know, win at this. That's not what this is about. This is about, I've been challenged. I need to conquer this. Because conquering, it leads to confidence. And there are so many people that lack confidence because they haven't conquered enough challenges. And really what I say about that, just to make a, just to put a big umbrella over this, you got to finish shit. That's all. You have to finish more things. That's the reason why most people can't rely on themselves. That's the reason why most people don't have confidence. They haven't finished enough shit. Like they start a million things and finish nothing. So your mind just sees that, okay, we can start, but we ain't finishing shit. It's the middle, it's the, almost the end of July. Where are my New Year's resolution people at? Them motherfuckers ain't nowhere to be found. You know why? Because they, it's easy to start, but they don't have the ability to finish. 
This is the reason why this part of the year, I call it the grind. This is the grind, man. We've gone through the grit of the early part of the year, the second quarter. We've gone through the growth, the beginning of the year. Now, this is the grind. Yes, it's a grind because every day is like the, it's like Groundhog Day. It's like that movie. You just got to keep going, man. You got to keep going. We're not looking to stop or take a break or chill out. And we're not looking for this to be easier. <laughs> we're not looking to complain so other motherfuckers can come complain and be like, oh my God, this is our fuck that, man. It's a grind. We're looking for the best of the best. Because if you want to be great, that's the last part of my year is the greatness. If you want to polish up and be great, you got to get through the rough shit, man. You're like a diamond. Diamond don't, uh, diamonds don't get plucked out perfect. They get plucked out ugly looking. Ugly. They get plucked out of the earth, uh, earth's surface ugly. They don't look great. They got to be, you know, uh, uh, cut and, and grinded down and sanded. And they look gritty. They go through a gritty, ugly process. Then they get polished and shined and look good. And then you see them in the shop. But people just see them in the shop and they think, oh my God, a diamond looks beautiful. You don't know what the fuck it went through to get all that. All the pressure it had to go through to be created. You didn't see that. You just see the final product. So stop looking at people's final products on social media thinking, oh my God, I just need a three-step process. No, motherfucker. You need a whole belief system process. You got to shift that shit. So if right now you're looking to do something new, I hope this episode woke you up. I hope you understand the difference between fear-based learning and confidence-based learning and understanding that there's three parts to your behavioral change and you don't need 21 days to a habit. You don't need that. You need to just change now. You have today. Just focus on today. Why are you worried about three weeks from now? We're not going to do that. Just focus on today. And if something good comes out of today of what you did, good. Sit down with yourself and look at the process of what you did today. Understand what, what, what is it that gave you that good day today? And then replicate that tomorrow. That, that's all you do. You don't need no magical days of, of changing habit. That's how people quit cold turkey. Because they're like, look, I'm done. I'm not doing this shit anymore. I'm done right here. And then they say, all right, what worked that day? Let's do that today. And every day just becomes a plus one. They're not looking to break a streak or anything. They're just like, all right, here's what it is. This is today. Let's go. So I want you to understand confidence-based learning is about change equals something new. Something new is challenging. Challenging equals something you're supposed to conquer. And once you conquer it, that's how you get fucking confidence. And it's your own confidence. It's not programmed to you. It's something you've gone through yourself and created from within. Guys, it's your boy, Coach Fred, coming to you on my episode, The Authentic Positive Mindset, every single Monday. I want you to subscribe to this podcast. Leave a comment for me too, man. Please leave a, well, leave a comment. I meant to say leave a, um, a review on my podcast, please, because it always feels good to leave a review. I'll look to shout you out when they come across my platform. But I appreciate all of you guys. Share this with somebody else that needs that challenge of their beliefs and needs a kick in the ass. Guys, it's your boy, Coach Fred. I love you. Be blessed. I will see you on the other side. Subscribe and share.